Looking for the perfect gift? Check out a Visa Virtual Account, available at giftcards.com. Gifting a Visa Virtual Account is easy. Simply select your gift amount, add optional personalization, and click Send. A thoughtful gift delivered in moments. As one of the world's most recognized brands, virtual Visa cards are secure, never expire, and work for any budget. They're also eco-friendly. Eliminate the need for plastic with a virtual gift delivered straight to their inbox. Whether you're shopping for a family member, friend, coworker, or client, a Visa virtual account is always the perfect fit. Visa virtual accounts can be used online anywhere Visa is accepted, so the possibilities are endless. They're convenient to send and easy to spend, making it the perfect gift for any occasion. Start gifting your virtual Visa today at www.giftcards.com virtual. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. I need a weapon. Let's do this. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 226 of the Generation Xbox podcast. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm Tyler. We're your home for all things Xbox. Head on over to generationxbox.com today to check out the latest in all Xbox news, reviews, opinions, and more. Um, we got a bunch of stuff out this week, uh, posted to the site, a lot of news, a lot of reviews, some opinion pieces as well. I wrote one, the top five games I'm looking, I'm really excited for this fall, all that type of thing. Plus, uh, we got a couple reviews out and more. We have some reviews coming. We have reviews for Avengers and Tony Hawk on the way as well as some others. So check out the site again, generationxbox.com. While you're there, join the forums, take part in the conversation. We really love to have you. So Steven, how are you? Yeah, I'm, well, uh, real quick before we yeah. get into that, uh, also join the YouTube channel. We have a, a brand new oh, YouTube yeah. channel. If you, we had an Avengers impression article out this week, so if you're still on the fence mm-hmm. about whether or not to get that game, and we'll talk about that here in a second, but you can, that's probably the easiest way, just because it's really hard to find the the YouTube channel because it's brand new um, and, and kind of tiny, uh, so it doesn't show up in the search bar. But you can get it through that link. The video is posted there. Um, but yeah, I'm doing I'm doing well. Uh, been a busy week, but much better than last week now that i've gotten the school situation under control um so i did have some chance to play some games uh including avengers and i think before mm-hmm. we get into news let's uh let's talk about it tyler um yeah so you've played more than i have uh i played for a few hours like on monday because we got the deluxe edition or whatever so you could get it yep. a couple days early um and that was really the only benefit <laughs> besides like a couple skins but yeah. you've played more than i have so what do you like about the game so I like playing as the Avengers. That's pretty fun. Who's and your favorite to play as? I just unlocked Thor. Oh, say, say hi to my dog, everybody. Um, I just unlocked Thor. So I'm about 40% of the way through the game. And um, I would have to say he's probably my favorite to this point, although I do like playing with Iron Man as well. Yeah. Um, I mentioned in the impressions that, like, 
Kamala Khan is actually pretty fun to play as. I mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. think she would be based on the stuff in the trailers. Same with the Hulk, but I've actually enjoyed playing as both of them. But I think I would agree with you. Uh, Thor is fun. We played like uh, one of the, you know, in the Avengers Initiative, the multiplayer thing, you, the quest or whatever. Um, so I played as as Thor. It, it's fun flying around with the hammer and, and drawing lightning. Um, everyone enjoys that. But I actually have not been playing it because i haven't been in the mood i i almost loaded up the game on friday or yesterday one of the two i can't remember to be honest with you um i was i i clicked on it and then i immediately quit and i was like i'm not in the mood i'm not in the mood to press to spam x and y and combo and (laughs) attack and and do the same thing over and over and over again and it's it's like fun but i i think it's 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 benefiting from one just being able to play as the Avengers, and two because expectations were so low going in that I think a lot of people are kind of going the opposite way uh, over the line and and giving it like yeah. higher scores than maybe yeah, it I've deserves. Seen, I've seen some nines out there. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like where we are now, just with gamers in general. Like, there's a decent amount of people that are just determined to hate the game. And based on what we saw, you know, earlier on this summer, like the first war table, just uh, the footage didn't look that great. I actually just played the mission that they showed there, the Thor mission. Okay. Last night. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess I keep feeling like the, the game feels like a great 360 game. But I don't care because it's still kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I don't know. I, I guess I real quick. I feel like if it wasn't a Marvel licensed game, though, if this was just a brand new IP, it would not be scoring nines. Let's just put it that way. I think there's some of the the fan excitement involved, just playing as these characters, and um. That that's playing a huge role in why some of the scores are a little a little higher than what we might have expected. But I mean, the game's still fun. It has its fun factor, and there's a lot to be said for that. I I was saying to you off air before we came on. I I don't know that I'll ever play the campaign again as soon as I'm done. Yeah. So so it was weird because you said you've been playing it a lot, and what I was mm-hmm. reading was um, I don't know how many hours you put into it, but I read I that either. the campaign was really short. Um, and the multiplayer is where it's supposed to draw you, but it's weird because you—I thought you had beaten it last night, um, and you hadn't. So I don't know. No. Maybe it's just counting story missions because aren't there missions you do in the game that aren't story missions? There are, but I—I to be honest, I've been generally sticking to the story missions, and hmm. yeah, I won't say I've been like rushing through it, but I haven't really been dying or anything either, and having to redo stuff. So I don't know. It's. I mean, it seems like a decent length game, and I mean, it's weird because it, I'm just going by with the percentage that it gives you when you're at the the, yeah, uh, yeah. I know the war table, about. you know, sort of selecting a mission, and that could jump by 10% after you complete one. There was one where I completed a mission, and it jumped by a good, like, 8 9%, it felt like. So, you know, like, it could be a little bit off. It was, it was weird, like, Red Dead 2 was that way. I was at 1% for a while, and then it jumped for me pretty good, so... It might be that. It might be further along than I think. I mean, I've only got one Avenger left to unlock. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm sure there's a decent chunk of the game left where you have all of them. But, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 it's not a super short campaign. We'll put it that way. I, I would guess I've probably put about four or five hours in so far. Do you like that you have to beat the campaign to have the characters for like the multiplayer? Because you can't <sighs> select the characters you haven't unlocked in the campaign inside the like the multiplayer yeah, area. It, it just feels like something that is 10 years ago. You know, in video games and not... I feel like a lot of people today get games just to play online and, and to do co-op and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean... So... Now that I think I about mind. it, though, Destiny had the same situation, though. You had to play the campaign to get to the final stuff. Like, you have to play through the campaign to unlock That's the true. tower to get all the extra stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's not out of out of the, the huge. But if you were, like, mm-hmm. looking to immediately jump in online, I mean... It does warn you that there's spoilers and they're, I mean, they're kind of minor. You saw it coming, but yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. But what I will say though, the the first mission in the game, one of the best tutorials I've played through. I, yeah, I agree. I, I thought it was very, I said it was charming. I like, mm-hmm. it, it made my heart happy. I just really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I thought it was cute. Um, yeah. There, but honestly, part of the reason I haven't been playing the Avengers, to be to be honest, was there was a couple other games that came out this week. Uh, one being Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um, I, I know you haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, Tyler, but I will say, Not quite yet, no. if you are brand new and you've never played the original Tony Hawk Pro Skaters, like be be forewarned that the missions they're timed. I didn't know that to be honest because I never played one or two, so you only have two minutes for the first like map to unlock you know there's like there's different objectives right collect skate collect a certain amount of i think cones collect the Mm -hmm. secret tape and i vaguely remember that because i played it a little at a buddy's house i think i think it was one um maybe it may have been two or three though I, i i don't know but that like just having a menu every two minutes is annoying like the game plays great and there is free roam mode um but if you're looking for like the there's no story there's like objectives and there's a bunch of different skate parks um so just be forewarned there but the game's not super expensive and if you're looking for that arcadey skater i mean it's there and it it is it plays really good but i just wanted to let everyone know that yeah it's what 40 dollars us for the base game right yeah, is that the special edition too? I thought there was one that may have been. There, there is a special edition that I think is like fifty. Mm, somewhere I think the in base game's forty. So. So yeah, not bad there. And another game that came out this on PC was Crusader Kings Three. It's on X, or PC Game Pass. Highly recommended if you're into history and strategy games. There are a lot of like things in the game what or systems in the game but it does a really good job of explaining them to you it's super easy to get into especially compared to some of the other paradox uh interactive games because some of those were hard but it's so much fun i played it for like six hours yesterday time just flew i'm trying to take over ireland um as the petty king that's like the tutorial island it was the same in crusader kings 2 if you're into history if you're into like strategy games definitely take a look especially if you have game pass on pc highly worth it um i i i didn't want i'll tell you a story so i was playing yesterday and um my the child that was going to take over because my son died in a battle so my grandson was like the next 
in line for some reason, even though I had male heirs uh, beneath them. I don't, so I'm not quite sure how the the lineage works there. But he was like a psychopath and super sadistic and stuff based on the traits that he has. And I was like, well, I don't want a Joffrey Baratheon situation. So I was like, so I disinherited him. But then he was like angry with me, so I wanted to, you know, just take him off the planet. Uh, and I succeeded, but I was caught uh, scheming. So, you know, I, I got the Kinslayer thing, and everyone hated me. Um, and it was fun. It was very enjoyable. I, I stuff like that. It's crazy. You can build your own stories. No two campaigns will play the same because of the decisions and everything like that. Highly recommend jumping into that uh, if you have PC. So. So that's going to wrap up what we've been playing. Um, Tyler, let's jump into the news. So sure. first up, we got the uh, Ubisoft Forward event coming on September 10th. Mm -hmm. um, what are you excited to see or what do you want to see from that? What well, rumor to? has it that we're going to see a new Prince of Persia there. Yeah. So that would be awesome. I'm all for that. But outside of that, I mean, I still have a dream that Skull and Bones will release. But I don't know. I'm sure we'll see more on Watch Dogs Legion and for sure on Far Cry. Yeah, because Watch Dogs comes so. out like basically a month and a couple weeks later. Um, yeah, that uh, that didn't get delayed again or did it? No, it's October. Okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed as well. Maybe see more there. Uh, we yeah. did see a lot of Watch Dogs Legions at the last forward. So maybe this one. Well, we also saw a lot of Assassin's Creed. So... I think, yeah, Far Cry is probably there, or maybe a little bit of those. And I would like to see Prince Persia, because I, I, I remember playing Sands of Time and liking that game. I mean, it wasn't easy, because I was a kid, but it was fun. Um, so there you go. Yeah. And yeah, I, I hope we see Skull and Bones, but I'm with you. I think that game is uh, dead in the water, pardon the pun. Mm -hmm. um, I think it might be. It's sad, but yeah, it was a great concept. I just don't think they knew um how to put scope to it you know and give you a lot of things to do so that's where it kind of got derailed by the sounds of everything and because there was like nothing to do on land ever you just basically did these ship runs over and over and over again and that sounds like the depth of like a mobile game yeah you know but it looked really pretty and it looked looked fantastic I, i'm you know i love pirate type games so I still enjoy seeing these every time we jump back in. Can we get a remake but, of Sid Meier's Pirates, please? Like a yeah. remake or a remaster? That's my favorite game, um, pirate game of all time. Um, it's one of my favorite just video games ever. Like it was definitely mm -hmm. probably cracked the top like 25, maybe 50. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's really good and it's still playable. Like I've played it recently. It, it's still good. It's just, it could use the graphics overhaul and maybe some better systems of, especially combat because combat is like rock, paper, scissors, but man, that would be nice. So, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, up next. So we, we did find out that Xbox will have a 50 minute show opening, uh, Tokyo game show this year. That'll be at 5 a.m. Pacific time. I think it's on the 26th. You excited for that? Yeah, I'm not going to wake up for that. Um, <laughs> the only time I'll wake up early is for soccer, you know, being on the West Coast trying mm -hmm. to watch my, you know, Arsenal beloved Gunners play. I will wake up 3.30 a.m. to watch that. But no, I, this is, if, it, if it was on a weekend, it would be fine. Like, I would do it because I could just go back to sleep. But I think it's on a Thursday. No, it's on a weekday. Yeah, yeah I want to say. 
Um, well, a couple things we know already that we're not going to get any next gen hardware news there. So, like, newsflash to Xbox and PlayStation for that matter, it is September now. And, you know, according to rumor, the Xbox One X launches two months from today, Stephen. Yeah. And we don't have a concrete release date. We certainly don't have a price. And what in the hell are they waiting for at this point? Each other. Just, this is they're, they're playing chicken. And this is like the point where the, the planes are about to collapse or crash into each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting really, really, really close. Um, I don't know how much longer you can wait. I don't either. And I feel like it needs to be announced before Tokyo Game Show. If you're not going to talk about it at all there. You have 17 days from the day of recording. It's the 23rd, Wednesday the 23rd. So, yeah, I can't wake up at 5 a.m. on that day. Actually, I probably could. I might. We'll see. Um, But, yeah, it's they announced that it's not going to have hardware. That is crazy to me. I don't know when we're going to see these consoles. Um, it has to be before then. It can't be. The rumor is that Sony or yeah, Sony's got something scheduled for September. Xbox might as well on top of TGS. So it would have to be before it. You would think, and they'd have to get something out there. Like yeah, I am now. Are, are you going to start pre-orders three weeks out? I mean, that's just insane. And and I'm starting to wonder if these consoles are going to get delayed. That's interesting. Um. I could see Xbox potentially doing it, but I don't think Xbox wants to unless PlayStation does. I don't know if Xbox can right. afford it. I think PlayStation could get away with it. Um, yeah, I, I'm starting to think that the the game of chicken is less about price at this point. They know how much the boxes are going to cost by now. And chances are they know how much the other one's going to cost. So I think it's more of trying to force the other into a commitment for this year first. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I've just I've never seen anything like this before, and, it, and it's 2020, so it's a, you know you're going to see crazy stuff you've never seen before all year. But I I don't know. I, I don't at this point I don't get the positives in continuing to wait. You're not building up hype anymore at this point. You're frustrating your fan base. Yeah. So on both for both consoles. They just, like, you're hardcores. They're going to buy it day one. They already know they're going to. So they just want to pre-order it at this point. I, I just don't get the the benefit in waiting or continuing to wait. Yeah, hopefully it's not a situation like the Switch where they only, like, have 200,000 units to sell. And I just made that number up, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's super limited and only, like, 10 people can pre-order it at each store and... And it's it's a case where you may not be able well, to get it day one. There was a number thrown out, like a supposed leak, saying that the Xbox Series X would have like 850,000 yeah. units at launch or something. It wasn't a leak. It was Xbox was bragging about, um, I think it was carbon emission free or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Yep. But that number was from last year uh, when, okay. or maybe even longer than that. I think, And so I think it was including the one X as well, mm-hmm. but it was way old. So I don't think they had even started production on this. Why you gotta be anything. careful of Twitter. Everyone. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I saw that same thing. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if there was a limit of, or just a very small amount of supply just because of the situation being 2020 and the factories. Yep. I don't, I know we were worried about that a few months ago. Well, yeah. We were worried about that back in March. Yeah. 
I mean, or talking about it at it's, least. Yeah. yeah. So I, time will yeah, tell. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think they're going to show at the game show though? Since it's not going to be hardware. Well, they say it's all going to be games. There's rumors that it's going to be, you know, a decent amount of time spent on Minecraft. I don't know. Is the Japanese I mean, market like Minecraft heavy? Like, do they play a lot? I I don't know. Well, I think I think part of it is that Minecraft is easy to play mobile and it's multi-platform, so hmm. that would tap into you know. There's so many ways to play it, and Japanese uh, gamers tend to be the most um, you know loyal to the mobile uh, form of gaming. Like they they love that. So um, in fact, that. Uh, Gamers from that country play um, on mobile devices more than anywhere else. So I think that's why. Plus, Xbox does not have a good foothold in Japan. They never have. And in fact, it was such it was a pretty embarrassing launch of the the Xbox One back in 2013, and they basically just had to give up in Japan. So I know they're trying to do it differently this time. Minecraft's a good way to start. It's easy for people to access. They can do it on different devices and still be playing something from the Xbox family of, of games. So I, and that's why I think they're going that route. I could be totally wrong, but yeah, that's kind of my take on why. Now, what, what else will they show there? I It's hard to say. Um, I think we'll see another um, round of the, the horror trio that's coming out. Yeah. And... You know, probably is a little bit, maybe a little bit more in Fable, maybe a tiny bit more in Fable. Yeah, I could so. see them showing a little more. Well, not showing more on Dragon Quest Eleven, but showing more like that. Um, the games that are already out or coming out that are being announced for Xbox, there is a chance we see a like exclusive JRPG to the Xbox, but I doubt it. Um, it should happen. This would be the perfect time to announce Lost Odyssey 2, but I think I'm I'm doing the Lost Odyssey 2 thing like Tyler did the Bioshock 4 thing where you just mm-hmm. keep... Um, and all of us did the Fable thing uh, where we kept yeah. hoping and hoping and hoping. Well, two of them finally happened, but it yeah. would make sense to be here because they, they like their JRPGs. I mean, hence the name, Japanese The, the only difference is that Fable was a thing the whole time. Yeah. They just didn't announce it. I, so. I could also see talk of the Final Fantasy VII um, remaster mm. coming or remake because that's supposed to come to Xbox. It was announced like when the game first was announced that it was multiplat, but I think it was exclusive to PlayStation for a year. But the game came out in, I think, uh, maybe in April at this point. I don't know. I think it got delayed. I'm trying to remember back. Like, you know, everyone knows February, March feels like a year ago. Um, when it's only been four or five months. So actually it's been almost six, but anyways, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Um, so we could see something there, but I I guess time will tell it's Xbox is is known to not do things that they probably should. So (laughs) there you go. Yeah. They, they tend to go against the grain more than I think the others do. Yeah, and because I think sometimes when they try to go with it and do the the template that so many others use, it, it they just don't do well with it. Yeah. So, but these decisions know. could be made better. But anyways, oh for sure. Before moving on to the next news story, Tyler, you want to tell us about our exclusive partner 
bet online yeah so um betonline.ag um your home for betting on all sports and esports uh the wait is finally over everyone football is back college football was yesterday and the nfl starts next weekend you might not be at a game this year but you can still be on the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable from game spreads and totals to team player and even coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online you can get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win division and championship futures today. Head to Bet Online uh, online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, thank you, Tyler. Um, so yeah, last last week, uh, for those of you that that listened, or if you haven't, go listen. We talked about um bo- both publishers and their decisions and games journalism and it's funny we have a couple follow-ups one good one bad so first up we'll start with the good uh the witcher 3 is getting a free next gen update for those that already own the game so it'll be that like super 4k 60 frames per second type of situation and if you already purchased the game you'll get it for free that'll give me another chance to start that game i think this will be the fifth time starting the witcher 3 just to never finish it but i'll enjoy the first act of the game like i always do maybe i'll make it past skellige this <laughs> yeah. time but the fact that cd project red is doing this for free they already talked about they're not going to go to the 70 dollars model at least from the start um for for new games they're they're giving the free gen upgrade for a game that came out you know six years ago i think five five years ago 2015 Okay, so yeah, that long ago, um, that's really awesome. And you know, Cyberpunk's gonna get that free upgrade as well. Uh, it's and the or the Witcher Three, if you remember, if you remember, they came with ten pieces of free DLC, um, as well as two phenomenal expansions. Those were charged, but they like Blood and Wine was a full game basically, and people were arguing for it for Game of the Year that it was it deservedly like a, or a contender for that so cd project red might be the only good like they care about their fans it seems like and what this does in my opinion is it makes people loyal and more likely to purchase stuff from them in the first place so they they kind of win here it's it's a win-win situation for everybody right um are you did you are you gonna play it again tyler yeah i will i'm gonna give it a third try and i feel like i should like this game a lot more than i do and it's not that i don't think it's great it's just a preference thing yeah um but i'm gonna give it another go just because i know how you know good the game is that said if i get hooked on cyberpunk and i get hooked on valhalla and potentially watchdogs this fall i'm gonna have so much stuff to play i didn't think that's time consuming that i don't know that I'll have time until early next year. I didn't think The Witcher 3 had a release date. I might be wrong. Maybe it's later. I mean, it would be smart for them to make it, like, early next spring. Yeah, going into the summer. Because that's yeah. when The Witcher 3 came out. It was in, in like, yeah, it was, May, I it think. Yeah, it was late spring. Might have been June. Because yep. um, the reason I remember is, like, I had just gotten out of the army, like, right when that game came out, or, like, right before that game came out, I think. Uh, so I had time to play the game 
Um, unfortunately for me, I got addicted to Smite at the same time, so any single-player mm-hmm. game went out the window because it was straight multiplayer, but what are you going to do? Um, but but final things before we get into looking ahead at the fall, fall releases, Tyler. Uh, Kotaku... Mm-hmm. With- Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. In not the news, but it was it was kind of a big deal on Reddit um, where... They reviewed Microsoft Flight Sim, and the reviewers spent most of the time complaining about games as a service and things like that, as well as arguing that Microsoft lied, basically, when they said that um, everything in the real world would be in the game. So he was looking for a big mine, I think, in Australia, and he couldn't find it because he made a mistake flying, and one of the commenters pointed it out. Um, And Mm -hmm. they... They adjusted the review for like a couple sentences, but that that was the same thing we were talking about last week. I mentioned Polygon in The yeah. Last of Us 2. It was like it was more of an opinion piece than a review. It told nothing about the game. Well, the Kotaku review for Microsoft Flight Sim did the same thing, where it didn't mm. talk about the game at all and it was complaining about things like games as a service, blah, 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 blah. Like mm. That's the stuff we're, we were railing on last week. That's what needs to be yeah. changed. I mean, when we... so Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. The, so I, I know a lot of people would say, well, reviews are opinion pieces too. No, they're, they're not. They're, they are analysis pieces where, yes, some opinion goes into that, right? Everybody has personal taste and preference. But a good reviewer knows the difference between saying, I don't like this meaning it's bad, or I don't like this, but that's just me, would other people enjoy this? And, but my my central point that I want to make here, game reviews are not your platform to get on your soapbox about whatever you're pissed about in the games industry or in society in general. They're just not. It's your, these, there are people, hundreds of people in some cases that have worked their ass off for years to create something and to turn a review into that type of platform for you and your views is flat out disrespectful to them. In my opinion, Steven. No, oh, for sure. I, I agree a hundred percent. Um, it's, it's not reviewing the game. Like if I'm reading that, I don't know anything about the game based on what you're writing. I, I see an opinion piece and Mm -hmm. like the commenter made some very valid points. Um, and it was basically the same line. So I full credit to him, um, for that. I don't remember his, his username, but it was like Mm -hmm. the, the biggest comment there. It's just, first of all, Microsoft flight sim is a simulation game. It is meant to fly. It is super fun. If you like simulation games and if you want to just fly around, it's very playable for anyone across the spectrum. Like if you want full assists on, it's awesome. If you want to play full sim where you have like no assists, it's playable that way too. You know, with the full like flight stick, um, throttle, everything like that with the rudder pedals, you know, you can have, you can play that way or just with an Xbox controller, which is how I play. Um, Mm. 
so you need it but when you're writing a review you need to talk about the game itself and what is in the game and what yeah what's good about a game what's bad about a game and why yeah. And not what's going on in the industry. That's a whole other article that you can write and have tons of clicks on, right? Yeah. But to turn the hard work of other people into your personal soapbox so everybody can look at you and see what you think is ridiculous, it's absurd, and it's completely unprofessional. I, I want to point out, Stephen, there's another review on, on the game, much smaller site. Where somebody trashed the game saying it's it's a fun simulator, but it's not like it's a good simulator, but it's just not a fun video game. There's no action. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be reviewing this game. A, it's why you're not reviewing for a site like Polygon or Kotaku or IGN or GameSpot or whatever. B, like again, it's not about you. It's about the game. Evaluate the game, not what you like. And whether or not it's made for you. Yeah, if you don't like simulation games, you're you, you're probably not gonna enjoy this. It's it's a full sim. Like it takes twelve minutes or whatever, like real time to fly from Los Angeles to Orange County. And you know, if you're trying to go LA to New York, it takes hours. It's like you can speed it up using slow mode, and there is a speed up and like fast forward thing, but. Part of the fun is just going and flying around and seeing some of the sites. Like, I found a lot of different things, and it's going to be upgraded over time because as the Bing Maps gets better or whatever. Um, like, unfortunately, the Emirates is a... Like, the building's there, but it's a it looks like an apartment complex rather than the actual oh, yeah, stadium. Uh, CenturyLink Field in Seattle still has the Xbox 360 logo <laughs> in it. So, I mean, some of the stuff's older. Yeah, right? but I flew over Disneyland and all the things at Disneyland are there. Same with Angel Stadium. Um, and the Honda Center. And Does it have the Star Wars thing? Oh, I don't know about that. Actually, okay. I didn't. It's probably not that updated, but, you know. But that, I mean, yeah. So, I, these are two separate ar arguments anyways. Or, right. not arguments, but two separate things. Like, mm -hmm. Microsoft Flight Sim's awesome. And I can't wait for it to come to Series X. And I will play the ever-loving crap out of it there mm -hmm. as well. Uh, but, yeah. With journalism, like, go listen back to what we said last week. But this is just more of the same. More of what needs to go. Like, that is a perfectly fine thing to argue if you're talking about it in an opinion piece, not in a review. That's not fair. And, and to be, I just want to throw one thing out, Stephen, and then I have one other thing I want us to chat about real quick, is um, when, we, when we call this stuff out, it's not to single out the individual and create a bunch of angst towards them. It's to start a discussion about what games journalism should be. That's where we want the discussion to go. So please don't get fired up and don't tweet at whoever. And I don't even know who wrote it. Don't care. Um, let's make the discussion about what games journalism should be and what we want from it. Not the other stuff. Yeah, I thought there's too many creators on YouTube that zig their, you know, yes. fan base after someone. And that's not okay. Like, I think that's a fine opinion piece. I thought the last mm -hmm. of us two review on Polygon was a fine opinion piece, but they're not reviews. Sure. And let's, yep. let's not blur those lines anymore. And be yeah. better. So, yeah, Stephen, real quick before we move on into the last thing we had here, the uh, one other bit of news this week is that EA is putting unskippable ads into UFC 4. Um, and that would, I think, fall on the bad side, would we agree? Yeah, except I know what the <laughs> video is. So it's it's not 
as bad as you think. Like what they yeah. did was in between rounds, they said it's brought to you by whatever. And it's an actual brand mm -hmm. like to, to, to bring in the simulation rather than it's not like the ads in NBA 2k where they were unskippable and they were like 15 seconds long going in the loading screen. Um, it's, this is so wait, time out the, you're saying it's possible that some people on Twitter might have ignored some of the facts to create as much outrage as possible. Or yeah, just people in general. Cause I saw it on Facebook too, yeah. where they just run with the headline yeah, and, and articles on, on the big sites with headlines of the exact same thing. Yeah. It's like when I'm playing NHL, right. Or when I played NHL mm -hmm. or MLB when I was playing in the show and I see around the stadium on the walls, like ads, for things or in NHL on the ice or in the, on the boards. Like when it says Honda, I don't freak out because it's realistic because that's what is actually on the boards in a hockey game or on the wall in a baseball game. Um, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I think, yeah, same here. I do think there are the valid concerns is you give EA an inch and they might try to take the mile. Um, they, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me if they start doing the, that or commercials in between football, like change of possessions because it's realistic, right? Like I've seen the slippery slope <laughs> yeah. argument. Um, yeah. it, be careful. Cause it is slippery slope. That's a logical fallacy, but I could see EA starting to, to push the boundaries and all of a sudden we get to something like that. I don't ever think we will get to that bad, but for mm -hmm. now, like there's nothing wrong with being, Hey, in between rounds, like this is brought to you by this. Now, what I would like to see yeah. EA do is being able to turn that off in the in the menu because I hate replays in in sports games unless I want to go look them up mm -hmm. and then I'll just go to the replay myself. I hate I turn all of that off in every single game, where you know you hit a home run and then it shows you a replay six hundred times. Hate that bothers mm -hmm. me. Well, it, at least give me the option if they're going to start doing ads and games. And I think we are heading in that direction, Stephen. Yeah. Um, over the next few years, but at least give me the option if I buy like the digital deluxe edition to not get them. And I don't know if that's even possible. Yeah, I would imagine no. But, but I mean, you can pay for YouTube Premium and not get ads, right? Yeah, I think that's different, and though. Et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it is different, but the principles kind of the same. Um, people have always paid more for convenience. Yeah. Or, I, I think, or to not be annoyed. I think the ads you know? we see in video games aren't going to be your 15-second skippable ads. I think they're more like when you're driving around Grand Theft Auto, seeing mm -hmm. an ad for Snickers in a billboard, right? Or on the radio. Yeah, I could see songs. that, too. Yeah, um, for sure. But, you know, that would almost feel natural. And well, that's what I mean. Like, when they're around yeah. the boards in hockey, it doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah, it doesn't bother Same me. Same with either. UFC, if it's around the ring or on the ground itself, um, or the brought yeah. to you by. Same with baseball. Like, uh, if if the, um, you know how you can get the perks in MLB The Show for, you know, it's the, oh, what is it? It's, it's right below the strike zone, I want to say, where it says, like, Rawlings, and it gives you, like, a certain oh, amount sure. of money if you yep. do. Like, if you hit a home run, it gives you 20 grand um, sure. for the game. I could see those being replaced by, like, real ads um, and with different benefits. Yeah. Well, all the ads in MLB The Show are for their MLB Network programming yeah. anyway, pretty so, much. So, yeah, yeah, ads, when they're... They, they can provide realism. I do worry about like the 15 second, 20 second, because you, YouTube has gotten 
a million times worse with ads. Like I remember mm -hmm. when it was like 30 second ads would be the, the very like not the norm and they would be always skippable. And then they started doing the two ads and now you get two 15 second unskippable ads on YouTube. Man, they're the ad times are going up. Twitch has gotten bad about this too. I think, I think you're right about ads and games. I think if it's in the background and, and, kind of builds the realism i don't care if it's the 15 seconds i would be not happy same here all right let's talk about stuff we're excited for sure hopefully all right so we got the fall games release uh thing we're gonna kind of talk about the hype level for each game so yeah, so we're gonna give it a score one to ten ten being like i can't give it you know can't wait give it to me now yeah one being like uh next you know yeah so we'll get the two sports games out of the way first three if you count racing yep. and sport uh so fifa 21 tyler where are you mm -hmm. at on that so surprisingly i'm at like a seven this year um which is a a high for fifa for me for a long time um partly because i've i've discovered a new enjoyment of the sport um so is my dog as i showed you today mm-hmm <laughs> So we, we just got an MLS team here in the Twin Cities in the last couple of years. And I've started watching, you know, more of their games. And I get it's not the greatest, like, you know, level of competitive soccer that's out there. But it's still pretty fun. And it's always easier to get into something when you have a hometown team to cheer for. I, unlike you, Stephen, I'm not going to wake up at like four in the morning <laughs> just to get into soccer in the Premier League. Not going to happen. Weird. I can't see so, why you wouldn't. Yeah. So, um, being able, though, to have a hometown team to follow and watch, and, you know, the games are kind of fun. So, um, that one I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting into and playing um, when uh, October comes out this year. It's a little later than normal. Something like that. So, um, for yeah. me, it's like a three or four only because I don't play online mm -hmm. in FIFA. I play exclusive career mode. Um, I just like taking Arsenal, selling the players that I don't like, getting players that I do like, um, mm -hmm. winning the Premier League and the Champions League, which we haven't done in a while or have never done, um, respectively. Uh, you know, trying to win the, the treble or the quadruple. Um, well, that's all four trophies for those, or three or four, respectively. Um, but anyways... Yeah, so I could do that in FIFA 20, uh, but I, you know, Volta is fun. Uh, it's coming back in 21, I think. So mm -hmm. I'll play it um, if we get it. It's, it's a much more fun version of the yard for sure. Put it that way. Um, but yeah, that's yep. where that's where I'm at. Three or four. Yeah. Uh, up next is is Chell 21 or NHL. <laughs> you go first on this one, Steven, because I know you're super hyped. Can I have a negative score here? <laughs> um, so you got to say why. Okay, so I'm at a one. But okay. so for those that have been longtime listeners might be aware, we used to play as a group, all the hosts together all the time. We play ESHL all the time. So it was Tyler, myself, and Graham. Yeah. Um, Eugene, back in the day, used to play with us, uh, though, you know. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And then Mike, one sure. of the, 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 the yeah. first people. So we would all he play. Was, he was the all -star. We would all play ESHL, and we actually, I had fun. Um, there were some mm -hmm. issues, uh, but it was fun for the most part. And then some things happened and then it just stopped being fun. And we kept trying to get back in, kept trying. 
it it never reached the magic of that like three years ago um and and the last two years like i we'd buy the game and i just was not excited i'd try to force myself to play and just be absolutely miserable and this year i just don't want it i don't want to even touch it i'm I'm not installing the game on my console i'm not interested Mm -hmm. i want to take a full year off actually it'll be like really two years off and maybe nhl 22 will bring the love back but for me for that reason i'm out Okay, so for me, it's like a four, um, and it's nothing against the game. The game, I'm sure, will be great for people who like it, right? I'm kind of in the same boat as you, uh, and when Seen says we played a lot, we played a lot. Like, this was our primary game. It was like game. the only game we played. Yeah, every night we'd party up and play HL for NEASHL, you know, three, four, five games, um, and then longer because, you know, some of us even had to work the next morning, so... Had to go to bed. Yeah. And then others never worked at all. So they were able to stay up till whenever. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just, I, I think somewhere around NHL 18 or 19, it stopped being as fun. And it's so hard to put my finger on to why. And there were some reasons involving just people not able to play as much and, and whatever. And then there were, Reasons involving just us losing. We didn't collectively play the game as much, so we weren't as good at it anymore. And that took away some of the fun. Um, Combined with just some things in the game that I think hurt it. I will say this for Chell. The the ones mode, really fun. Yeah. The threes mode is pretty fun, too. So, you know, the, the world of Chell in NHL and the Volta in FIFA do it right. Uh, the yard, not so much in Madden, but it was their first attempt at it. We'll see what they do next year. But uh, what I will give Chell credit is they got they got World of Chell right from the start. So from the from from a fun factor point of view, but I'll I'll say four. I don't want to we yeah we don't want to spend like ten minutes on each of these games. So all right. So next up, uh, Dirt Five, Tyler. Where you at here? Uh, six. I reviewed Dirt 4 and I had fun with it and I'll play it mostly because there's no Forza. Um, but yeah, probably about a six. Yeah. So I love off-road racing. Um, I think it's just fun mm-hmm. to like drift around corners and slide on the dirt and stuff. So I, what I've seen so far in this game has got me pretty excited. So I'm going to say seven. Um, I'm just like, it does help that there's not any other racing games really coming out. So that's where I'm at. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be cool. Um, so yeah, biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I'll start. I'm at a, mm-hmm. a twelve here out of ten. Um, I can't wait. This I I can't wait. There's no words. I just can't wait. Okay, is it possible to give a negative score, Steven? I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, I'm at a nine. I'm just and the reason. I mean, nine's a super good score. Don't get me wrong, but. The reason it's not a 10 is just because, you know, I know what the types of games I normally like. So I have that little bit of concern that it's not going to f- be for me. But I, I'm still really hyped for it and I, and I want to love it. I think so. there is a 20% chance that you like this game more than me, to be honest with you. Because you like shooters yeah. and I don't as much. And there are a lot of gun actions. I do love the RPG mm-hmm. and everything else about this game, but that's the one thing I do worry about. But I'm going. I think yeah. just the experience and the and the world will win out over 
Kind of like when we were surprised that I liked Outer Worlds uh, more than you. played way more of it than I did. I, yeah. I'm not a, not a fan. Maybe one mm-hmm. day I'll go back and give it a go. I, yeah. I didn't hate it. It just didn't hook me, and then I just stopped. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Like, All right. Um, sure. Up next, Tyler, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, eight for me. Um, I love the Black Ops series. I think some, some of the Black Ops campaigns have been some of the very best they've had. And I just, uh, everything about this game looks fantastic. So I'm, I can't wait to, to see what they deliver. I'm going to say three, but there is the caveat that I probably will like it. I am not a fan of, of the Black Ops series as much as I enjoyed like the Modern Warfare series. And I would wholeheartedly mm. disagree with your assessment on the campaigns. I thought the Modern Warfare campaigns were much better. But well, sure. I mean, I, I'm not saying they're not, but I, I think the Call of Duty 1 and 2 campaigns were, were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Blops 1 and 2, you mean? Yeah. So. Um, or I'm sorry, yeah, the Black Ops 1 yeah, and 2. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the multiplayer, it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. It's just, it, it plays a little differently than the Modern Warfare ones. That it just, it, I don't know. But I did play Black Ops 1 and 2 a lot online, so there's a chance I'll enjoy this, and the campaign could be very good. I loved the Modern Warfare campaign, so I'm actually like, I'm not not excited, I'm just not super excited. I'll get it, because Tyler will be buying it, I think, or I'll be buying it. One mm. of us will be buying it, and then we'll Yeah, be. can we just get a Nuketown playlist yeah. again? Like, that's or all just, can, yeah, all the small maps together. Though Shipment mm-hmm. is the other game, but there you go. Um, up next, yeah. Tyler, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, I'm going to go seven on this one. I am excited for it. I also know that a lot of the time I, I don't like Assassin's Creed games as much as I think I will. Um, but I am really intrigued by the subject matter in the game. And and I loved um, Odyssey. So I, I have high hopes for this one. Yeah, I'm at a, a six. And it would be higher if it wasn't right next to Cyberpunk. Problem is they released mm-hmm. like in three or four days apart a week apart um yeah. and there's one game that just kind of swallows it up and so i'll get a valhalla probably around christmas um when it's potentially on sale like the super ultimate edition might be 60 bucks and that's when I'll, I'll pick it up um i am excited for it but it's it's not enough to beat cyberpunk so that's why it's it's a little down uh up next tyler star wars squadrons um i'll go first here i'm at a two i am not interested in the multiplayer ship combat at all uh i the campaign like i know some people really liked what they saw when they showed it off at gamescom i didn't see what they saw uh i watched the thing i just didn't see why they were so hyped for this so yeah i'm at a two okay as you know or may have heard see and i do like star wars yeah just a little bit um uh, so, oh, Charlie's, Charlie's really there. excited um, about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say three. I, th- this isn't the type of Star Wars game that I personally want. If you're into this and you love it, awesome. I hope it's great. I really do. I feel that everything about this game feels rushed to me. Get something out there. It feels like that. And... I don't know. It feels just really empty and just about online combat. Watch this game get tense. I know it probably will, right? It's probably going to be the best Star Wars game ever released. Have like a a campaign that's like pivotal to the canon and whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just watch. But 
Um, no, I, I don't know. I Just nothing that I've seen yet has made me say, yep, I, I have to have this. In fact, this is the game I keep forgetting about that comes out this year. And that never would have been the case with Jedi Fallen Order last year. Yeah. So. All right, finally, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Yeah. Uh, so five. I'll play it. I don't know how hyped I am for it, though. I'm at a nine. So this summer I spent uh, a lot of times with my buddies playing Destiny 2 again. Um, I got... I'm not at the max light level. I'm not actually super close, but I'm not that far away either. I am really excited for what Destiny 2 is doing, though. They're getting rid of a lot of the fluff stuff that takes up a lot of the, you know, hardware, hard drive space, um, things that people aren't playing, such as, like, the Warmind stuff, and they're bringing stuff from Destiny 1 in. I am so excited for the Destiny 1 raid. You have no idea to play again. That's almost more exciting to me than Beyond Light, but I did really enjoy the last, mm-hmm. the Shadowkeep campaign. So I am excited for for Beyond Light and and playing it again. Um, so yeah, that's why right. that's why it gets a nine for me. Tyler, you want to tell cool. us about the releases and what games we can get this week? I do. So uh, you can get. Oh, I got thrown off here because I went looking for what's it called. Um, where are you? Somewhere here. Apologies, everyone. Technical difficulties. I can go. I can do it. No, I got it. Um, All right, so we got Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. I know you're excited for that game. Great RPG, action Uh, RPG. Party Hard 2, coming on the 8th. Kingdoms of Amalur, by the way, is also on the 8th. And then finally, uh, in the last one coming on the 8th, The Sims 4, Star Wars Journey to Batuu. So if you ever want to play The Sims with Star Wars, you can do that starting this week. Any interest in that, Steven? Uh, a little bit, but not enough to get me to go play The Sims. And I like The Sims. I just am yeah. not in the mood to play it right now. So maybe maybe one mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I'm honestly more... If, if I want to play a Star Wars game, I'm much more interested in, in this than I am in Squadrons yeah. right now. There also are two expansions coming out this week on the 9th and 10th, respectively. That's the Outer Worlds Peril of Gorgon and Borderlands mm-hmm. 3 Psycho Creek and the Fantatis, Fantastic Cluster Cluck. So, Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said yeah, that. On the right. 9th, Borderlands on the 10th. But there you go. If you're looking to get back into one of those games, you got some new content coming your way. Um, but that's going to wrap up episode 226. Um, thank you guys so much for, for listening. Go to the website, generationxbox.com. Check out all the great articles there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you can find it in the Inventor's Impression. Is the video. Uh, it's probably the easiest way to get there. Twitter, generationx underscore box. Follow us there and join the forums at forum.generationxbox.com or click the link from the website itself. Um, but that's going to do it for 226. Uh, enjoy your week. Enjoy the holiday weekend, whatever's left of it. And have a great day. Play some great games. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Talk to you soon. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. 
With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Ulta, and Lululemon. It's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com multi-store.